Welcome to the Daily Devotion with Pastor Terry Reynolds. It's so good to be with you today as we continue along in the Gospels. Today we're in Matthew chapter 6 as we're right in the middle of the Sermon on the Mount as Jesus has been instructing his disciples on how they should be living their lives and the conduct of their lives. Well, he continues that in Matthew chapter 6 in verse 1 where he says, Take heed that you do not your alms before men. What was alms? Well, alms were certainly your good works or the things that you would do to help someone. Well, more technically, it was your righteous acts. And they were expressed in your life as you sought to help people. I think one of the things that really should mark the Christian is that we should be never be weary in doing well in helping people, being concerned about people, and doing our part to, to reach out and, and to care for people. But he says, make sure you don't do it before men. What, what does he mean by that? Well, he says, to be seen of them, otherwise you have no reward of your Father which is in heaven. I find it's interesting how God ha- has a way of rewarding us and blessing us. Remember that you could never ever give outgive God as the, in your service to the Lord and as you're helping people. God will take care of you. I used to have an old saying with a friend of mine, if we take care of God's business, he'll take care of our business. I believe that. He says, but make sure you don't do it in front of men. In verse 2, he says, Therefore, when thou doest thine alms, do not sound the trumpet before thee, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and industries, that they may have glory of men. Verily I say you have, they uh, say unto you, they have their reward. You know, so could you picture these guys? Yeah, I'd, you know, again, almost see them and say, you know, with a big parade and big ceremony, here here comes here, here comes the Pharisees so-and-so. Here comes Sadducees so-and-so. And they're going to help somebody. They're going to bring some food to a needy or put a, a blanket on a cold person. And they would just, you know, speak of the great wonders of, the, of their doing. I think it's so sad amongst Christians when you hear them almost, you know, trying to better each other, you know, and how many great things that they're doing. And Jesus is saying, be careful of this. I remember in years gone by, for many years, I oversaw and took care of what was known as the Senior Pastors Conference for Pastor Chuck Smith. We had 800, 900 senior pastors from around the country and or actually around the world that would fly in as they would spend four or five days together enjoying fellowship and being built up. Well, I would, as we would gather together for the meals, there would be these round tables that pastors would sit, sit by, and, and I knew a lot of the guys and just loved them, you know, all of them. But they would sit down with each other, and every once in a while I would have a, a opportunity to sit with the men and and we would sit talking about the Lord. And then, lo and behold, somebody would ask somebody else, how big is your church? How many people come to your church? And I would know the guy that the question was being asked to. And they're a blessed, blessed pastor. I mean, this person was, uh, in particular, was a great guy. But he was blessed by that he had a small church. And you could see his face drop when the question was asked of him, how many does he have in his church? It never should be about us and the things that we do. 
we shouldn't be worried about you know sounding our trumpet like hey i got 250 i have 400 how many have 500 how many have a thousand that's carnal because it's god's work it's how it is about the lord and the things that he's doing and the pharisees were concerned about you know making their trumpet sound and making sure people took note of the things that they were doing and jesus told his disciples not to do that he says but when you do your alms your good works let not your left hand know what your right hand is doing otherwise just do it unto the lord paul wrote wrote in the book of colossians where he says and whatsoever you do do wholeheartedly unto the lord and not to men i think there's great wisdom in that for our lives he says but then he goes on that the alms may be in secret and the father that seeth in secret shall reward thee openly like i mentioned earlier you where we never ever could outgive god god so blesses us and the things that we do for him and when our attitude is right and we're just serving the lord for the sake of just how good he is to our lives not expecting anything in returns so often uh, as i've seen that in my own life where god just blesses the socks right off of me i remembered our good friend pastor romaine used to say that let god bless your socks right off for you when, when you do things under the lord god in turn blesses us he says and when thou prayest now he switches gears from our service and doing our righteous acts or our alms or our good works and now he's going to talk about prayer he says when thou prayest thou shalt not be as the hypocrites for for are for they love to to pray standing in the synagogues and in the corners of the streets that they may be seen of men verily i say unto you they have their reward you ever been around somebody where you don't know who they're praying to they're so loud and they're almost preaching a sermon in their prayers they're so, you know, the lord is saying he says let's make sure our prayer is directed towards god and it's not directed towards men and we're not looking to be seen of men certainly not in prayer but as he tell, tells us, but when thou prayest, he says, when you pray, you, you, my disciples, he tells us what to do. Enter in the closet, and when thou hast shut the doors, pray to the Father which is in secret, and the Father which is in secret shall, re, uh, shall reward uh, thee openly. Again, what's our motivation, Jesus is saying? What's going on with your heart? Are you doing it for a show? Or you're just praying just to draw close to the Lord. To talk to the, to your father about the things that are troubling you. The things that are going on. And he tells us as we go with an honest heart unto the Lord and pray about anything. And I think that should always be said. that God wants to, you to talk to him about whatever is on your heart to talk to him about. But then he also says that he's going to reward you openly. He says, but verse 7, but... When you pray, use not vain repetitions as the heathens do, for they think they, they, shall, uh, they shall be heard for their much speaking. The vain repetition. There were, you know, things that you could say over and over again. And really what, the, you know, Jesus is saying, God's not death. You know, the gods of this world, certainly as 
around Jerusalem in the Old Testament and certainly up in the hills there in Samaria, they would make and fashion gods. And it tells us there that they have eyes, but they can't see. They have ears, and they cannot hear. And their arms, they're not able to save you. In fact, our God is the opposite. His arms are not too short. He's not that he can't deliver us. He's more than able to deliver us, and he's more than able to hear us. In fact, he's able to see within our hearts and know our thoughts. So I said, don't use vain repetition. But just pour your heart unto the Lord. So often somebody asks me, I just don't feel comfortable praying out loud. I don't feel comfortable praying in a public setting. Well, that's okay. But the important thing is that you do pray. And you just talk to the Lord. And he hears you. And you might be saying, well, Pastor Terry, I I just haven't been good enough this week. Well, let me raise my hand and say that's me too. But it's not based upon how good we are. Prayer is based upon how good God is. And the fact that he wants us just to come to him and to pray openly. And then as he goes on, verse 8, he says, But be not therefore like unto them, unto who? The hypocrites. For your father knoweth what things that you have need of before you ask him. What a beautiful promise for us to, to finish off here today. God knows you thoroughly. He knows you all the way from the bottom of your toes all the way to the top of your head. He knows your concerns. He knows your desires. Even before you ask him, isn't that a marvelous thing? He's just waiting for us to go before him. And so as you're listening to this, maybe that you have concerns that you want to take to the Lord. And I pray as we finish that you'll find that quiet time to talk to the Lord, to give him thanks, to give him praise, and then let your petitions be known unto him. And it's by Jesus' names that name that we've been given all access to the throne of God because his what he accomplished for us on the cross of Calvary. And so until next time, this is Pastor Terry. May God richly bless you. Thank you for taking part in today's program. We would love to hear from you. You can email us at terryreynolds at agapechapeloc.org. Again, that's terryreynolds at agapechapeloc.org. Or you can write us at Agape Chapel, P.O. Box 4023, Huntington Beach, California, 92647. May God richly bless you.